morning as we continue our series of landmines and the path of believers. This morning we're going to take a look at fear and what fear does to us, but we realize again that God is watching, watching over us. Just a reminder again, following the service, the children will be going into the conference room for their education on God's word. The adults, you can remain here. We're taking a look at idols that we did not even know that we're worshiping. We'll continue our um, study of the idol of sports and begin technology too this morning. And as we think of the landmines that we face, may we hold on to that hand of our Savior as we sing our first hymn, My Faith Looks Up to Thee. Let us please rise as we confess our sins. 
receive the forgiveness that Christ has earned for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear friends, let us approach God with a true heart and confess our sins, asking him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Lord of life, I confess Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ will come again. In his great mercy, God made us alive in Christ, even when we were dead in our sins. Hear the word of Christ through his called servant. I forgive you all your sins, name the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the well-being of all people everywhere, that they may receive from you all they need to sustain body and life. Hear our prayer, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the spread of your life-giving gospel throughout the world, that all who are lost in sin may be brought to faith in you. Hear our prayer, O Christ. Christ, have mercy. For patience and perseverance in this life, that we may not lose the hope of heaven as we await your return. Hear our prayer, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. Lord of life, live in us that we may live for you. Amen. Please be seated as we sing our hymn responses. Lord be with you. And also with you. Lord, keep your household, the church, and continue godliness, and set us free from all adversities, 
that under your protection we may serve you with true devotion and holy deeds. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Our first lesson for this morning is recorded in Paul's second letter to Timothy, chapter 3. And we're reminded again to remain faithful, faithful to that word of our Heavenly Father. But as for you, continue what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it, and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing in his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. Alleluia, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Alleluia. We join in with our psalm this morning, Psalm 121. The congregation will sing the refrain.
Our gospel lesson for this morning is recorded in Luke chapter 18, again with the first verse, and we're reminded again to be persistent, persistent in our prayers. Truly God is listening and will answer them. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, Grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused. But finally he said to himself, Even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjudged judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. This is the word of our Lord. We continue the singing of our next.
grace and peace from God our Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for this morning's meditation recorded in Isaiah chapter 41 and Isaiah chapter 64. Dear friends in Christ, it was in the year of 1933 in his inaugural address to the nation that Franklin Roosevelt was trying to encourage the nation, this nation that was still reeling after the Depression. He attempted to encourage them, to bring some hope, to be optimistic. And he made that phrase, the only thing that, we, that fear is fear itself. As we think about that statement, how true that is, isn't it? As we think of the landmines that we face, what about that landmine of fear? Think of what that does to us. That landmine of fear, when we, when we step on that, that landmine of fear, it comes to us, isn't it, when we're about to lose something? Maybe we're about to lose our wealth. Maybe it's even our, our health. Maybe... Um, we're afraid about our job. Maybe we're going to lose our, our job. Maybe the death of a loved one. Fear starts to take over us, doesn't it? That fear starts to take over us, and think what it does. The way it plays on our emotions. It can even make us sick. It raises our blood pressure. It even cause a heart attack or whatever. As we step on that landmine, we think of what it does to us. But isn't it just, again, that fear? Isn't it brought about because, um, well, we're not trusting in God. We're not trusting in God like we should. We're not going to Him in prayer. We're trying to do things by ourselves. That's why this morning we're going to take a look at that landmine of fear and to see that encouragement that God gives us. I mean, take a look the way our text begins. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. This verse, verse 10 of chapter 41 of Isaiah, is probably one of the most comforting verses of all in Scripture. To realize again that God is with us. He tells us to fear not, and that is used, that phrase, fear not, do not be afraid, that's used about 365 times in Scripture. He tells us, don't fear, for I am with you. Think of who this God is. It's the I am. It's that almighty God. This God that created this world, this God that protects this world that's been over us, he's the one that is with us. So that way, when we're about to step on that landmine, we realize, again, he's going to lift us over that landmine. That we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to have that fear. For I am with you. He has made that promise. And you think, too, of the words of Jesus. When Jesus ascended into heaven, what does he tell the disciples and telling us? I'll be with you at the very end of the ages. He's not going to leave us alone. 
So when we're about to step on that landmine of fear, we can trust in him and realize that he's there by our side. Then it tells us, do not be dismayed. And again, that term just means that you're looking around, you're, you're always in fear, like a deer in your headlights or something like that, that you're, you're always afraid. And God's saying you don't have to be that way. I am with you. Fear not. If you notice how many times that fear not is used, even in this first verse. Because he, if you take a look in your worship folder, we have verses 8 and 9 in there too, because it points out this kind of setting, the way he was telling the children of Israel, I have chosen you. I have been with you. But 365 times that phrase is used. Does that ring a bell? How many, how many days are in a year? You can say a little bit louder than that. It's 365 days, right? It's like I said, who says that God doesn't have a sense of humor? 365 times he tells us, do not be afraid. Every day he's telling us, I am there. I am here for you. You don't have to fear. I'm holding you in my righteous right hand. Again, that righteousness, that, that holiness, and that right hand, that show of honor, that, that show of power. I am there. But we may not always see it. We may have our foot just on top of that landmine of fear. We may all of a sudden just stop there, frozen for a moment in fear. But then we can think of these words, that God is there. We don't always see him, but his hand is around us, isn't it? He's made that promise. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I think of this son who was being put to bed by his mother. There was a storm going on, and he was scared. He was fearful. And shaky voice, he just says, Mommy, can you sleep with me tonight? And the mom kind of looks at him and holds her son for a second and says, I can't. I have to sleep with, with Daddy tonight. There's just silence, and finally the boy says, That big sissy. <laughs> How often Aren't we like that? God's made a promise. She was telling her son, I'll be in this house. I'll be near you. You won't see me. But I'll be here for you. Doesn't God say that to us daily? Do not be afraid. I am here for you. I will help you over that landmine. Just take a look what our text says. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing and perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. Those who wage war against you will be as nothing at all. And again, when you take a look at verses 8 and 9, you start to see what Isaiah is saying. What God is telling us, that, that he was protecting the children of Israel. He was protecting them. And, and even though they would go into captivity... God was going to be with them. 
he promised too with that captivity in Babylon that there will be a remnant. My promise is there for you. Those enemies will perish, and, and they did. God's protecting hand is with us. We see him, don't we? Because when you take a look at the fourth verse of chapter 64, since ancient times no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. We have to wait for our Lord, don't we? But what other God is there? What other God has made that promise, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Oh, it would be great to know his plans. It would be great to know that light at the end of the tunnel at times. What are you doing, Lord? But then I think again of Jeremiah, where he tells us again, our, his plans are not to harm us, but for our good. All those who wait on him, we will see him. He's the one that acts for us. He's the one that, that gets us through those temptations. He's the one that gets us over that landmine of fear. Hold on to that hand. Fear not, for I am with you. What a promise we have. What a promise we have from this almighty God. We don't have to fear for that landmine. He has done everything for us and will be with us forever. Amen. Let's please rise. May the peace of God surpass all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let's join together confessing our faith with the whole Christian church on earth with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father of the Almighty, maker of As we return our first fruits, our Lord has given us all things. The guest books are located in the chairs in the center aisle. Please take a moment to sign those and you can pass it back to the center. It gives you a chance to greet your neighbor and our Lord and Savior.
Let us please rise for our prayers. And in our prayers this week, we like to remember Ray Mielewski, who went to the hospital Thursday evening. And also, Chris Hedger will be having uh, medical procedures this coming week. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, again, we thank you for guiding the hand of the surgeon. We ask you to continue to be with Ray and with his family, that they too may find that peace that only you can give. Be with Chris and her family too. Give strength again to the nurses and the knowledge of the doctors that will be taking care of her, that both of them may return to your house and worship you with their praise and with their prayers. Be with all of us as we remember too, that we do not have to be afraid. Give their families this peace at this time. We ask this in our Savior's name. And we prepare our hearts for the Lord's Supper. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let's give thanks to the Lord our God. It is good and right so to do. It's truly good and right that we should at all times and all places give you thanks, O Lord. Holy Father, almighty everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord who has called us to be his own, so we may live under him in his kingdom, and serve him everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. Therefore, with all the saints on earth and hosts of heaven, we praise your holy name and join their glorious song. Blessed are you, O Lord of heaven and earth. We praise and thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ. And we remember the great acts of love through which he has ransomed us from sin, death, and the devil's power. By his incarnation, he became one with us. By his perfect life, he fulfilled your holy will. By his innocent death, he overcame hell. By his rising from the grave, he opened heaven. Invited by your grace and instructed by your word, we approach your table with repentant and joyful hearts. Strengthen us through Christ's body and blood, and preserve us in the true faith until we feast with him and all his ransomed people in glory everlasting. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, 
your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the night that he was betrayed to bread, and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this remembrance of me. They took the cup, gave thanks. Gave to them, saying, Drink from it all of you. This is my blood, the new covenant, which is poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. With all things being prepared for the Lord's Supper, you'll be ushered up in our center aisles. You'll receive the elements, dispose of the cups and the baskets, and return to your chair from the side aisle.
Having heard the word of our Lord, receiving the body and blood of our Lord and Savior in the supper, let's please rise as we continue our praise with the song of sin. We give you thanks, O Lord, for the foretaste of the heavenly banquet which you've given us to eat and to drink in this sacrament. Through this gift, you have fed our faith, nourished our hope, and strengthened our love. By your Spirit, help us to live as your holy people until that day when you will receive us as your guests at the wedding supper of the Lamb, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Please be seated. And as we think the many landmines that we face each and every day, may we not be fearful, for truly the Lord's guiding hand is with us as we sing in our last hymn, as Jesus leads us in this life. 